This is Psalms to God, Season 1, Episode 21, Fruit of the Spirit, Patience, Part 2. You can find the transcript for this episode at www.psalmstogod.com slash patience2. Be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love, in honor preferring one another, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer, distributing the necessity of saints, given to hospitality, bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not. Romans 12 verses 10 through 14 CSB. Welcome back to the Psalms to God podcast. Once again, I have my friend Darrell here and we're talking about patience. So this is the second part of the last episode. Um, If you have not already listened to the first episode on patience, you will definitely want to check it out. I try not to do two-part episodes where you actually need to listen to them in a certain order, but this time I think it's best if you listen to the first episode first and this one second because there is some continuance of conversation and we probably will be referencing things from the previous episode since it was actually one conversation um but without further ado this is the rest of Darrell and I's conversation about patience and what we've experienced uh concerning patience in life so Darrell let's continue our conversation on patience Looking back, how do you feel about those injuries? Like just that fast, like I said, the second I tore my knee, I thought I was done. Yes. I thought that was it. And I was like, man, I spent my money. I've invested all this time. I spent all this time away from my friends and family into chasing this one thing. And it's, it's possibly over. Because I thought I had tore like my ACL, MCL, PCL. Ooh. Come to find out, a meniscus is actually a very commonly torn ligament. It's something that runners tear all the time. Sometimes they can be back two weeks, six weeks, because I had to have the surgery. Mine, my whole recovery period was six months, but I was back up on my feet and walking after two weeks of surgery, from surgery. Actually, I was walking a week after surgery. In two weeks, they quit me to go back to the gym and start working out again. Light stuff, but I can start working out again. It's better um, than nothing. So, yeah. So, like, I, I, when I say, like, patience is something that that taught me I had to have patience. But patience isn't just about – because some people think, you know, I need to be patient about um, – but patience in traffic, you know, like, sometimes there's going to be traffic. You have to have patience. Because one thing people say, I really got to get to such and such. Well, what if this traffic is keeping you from getting into a collision up the road? Yeah. You know, like, how, how often do people think about that? Or how about 
when you, you leave the house, but you oh man, I left my bag at the house. Now I have to turn around and go back. Um, well, take the time, be patient, go back and get it. Because what if the reason why you left that and you had to go back was a drunk driver was going to be speeding through a red light that you're going to be at, and that was that, that could have hit you. You know, so when you think about things like that, like sometimes patience is for the virtue. And sometimes people want the now, 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 when you just, you gotta let things, you just take your time. And my dream didn't just come out of nowhere. I actually thought about it. I sat down, I looked at my finances. I looked at how am I going to get to and from. Um, it took me working from job to job to get to a job that will allow me where I can work from six to two and then have the rest of the afternoon off to go wrestle. A lot of jobs don't allow people to work six to two p.m., six a.m. to two p.m. Right. Um, my sister tells me all the time, like that's really unheard of. But I have a, a, a great job that's flexible that allows me to do what I need to do for wrestling. So, at the, in the grand scheme of things. All the pieces fell into place at the right time, at, at, at God's timing. He has yes. perfect timing. God that is great saying, at that. Uh, yeah, like that whole saying of, I'm, I'm not going to be there when you want me, but I'll be there right on time. And when I say every every place along this journey of wrestling, he's been right on time. Um, it, it's just been, it's been an amazing ride thus far. And my, my wrestling career is just taking off as far as being on TV. But... I, I'm just been truly amazed about how I had a dream of being one of those guys that's on TV, and here I am tomorrow, uh, April 27th, I'm going to be in Ring of Honor TV. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just patience. I, I learned a lot about patience, um, and you learn a lot about patience even with wrestling because when you first start, you're, you're, you're low man on the totem pole. Um, and you have to put in, you have to do in the business, it's called paying your dues. Um, yeah, that's true everywhere. You gotta pay your dues everywhere. For those people who don't understand what paying dues mean, if you understand Greek life, then you understand having to be humble and being a neophyte at some point in time. Um, and paying your dues. So, or um, if you're on like a like if you're on like a, a varsity team, like in high school, or I don't know, even you were in the band, so I'm pretty sure yeah. freshmen rookie, had to rookie go get status. The water. Yeah, so you, everybody understands paying your dues. So in wrestling, paying your dues means uh, showing up early to unload the truck, mm. build the ring, set out chairs, do security during the show. Once the show's over, break down everything, pack up the truck, go back to wherever the ring is stored, unload the ring, and do it all again next weekend. (laughs) And have a smile on your face when you're doing it. Exactly. (laughs) So, um, so, And once again, a lot of guys don't make it because they don't have the patience to deal with that. They just want to come throw me in a ring and I want to look great. It's, it's not that simple. You have to pay your dues and that's just a part of patience. And I had a lot of patience. I did it with a smile on my face. I actually was head of security <laughs> while I was paying my dues. Um, so uh, I, I, mean, I don't know how I got put in that position. <laughs> it was just, I 
didn't think the way it was being run was being run correctly. So I stepped up, and when I did it, there were no more issues. So hey, <laughs> I don't know. That it's means just, you did something right. Well, you know, my pastor always says, if something bothers you, then that's your call, and you go do it. This is true. So at that time, I was like, this isn't being done right, so let me just take it. But, uh, yeah, that's my, that's my testimony on patience and where it's gotten me thus far. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. You know, I struggle. No I struggle with patience. Um, <laughs> one of the things I realized, so before I do each of my episodes, particularly on the fruit of the spirit, I look up like all the references to that fruit of the spirit in the Bible. And I'd like to tell y'all that I read every single one of them, but that would be a bald faced lie. Um, But (laughs) I read as many as I can. And um, when I looked up the stuff on patience, you know, of course, a lot of the stuff that you're talking about, about how going through tribulations and having endurance is part of building character and part of how God gets us where we need to be. It also aligns Mm -hmm. our goals with his timing. Um, Mm -hmm. But one of the, I guess, crazy things that I realized is that as I was looking at the fruit of the spirit, I felt like patient, oh, excuse me. I felt like patience was the backbone. Like Mm -hmm. one of the things I've been noticing is that there. I don't want to say interchangeable, but in order to have one of them, you need the other. So for instance, like in order to love somebody, you have to be patient with them. But in order Mm -hmm. to be patient with them, you have to love them. And so like almost all of the fruit of the spirit, you can go through and see this correlation. Like in order Mm -hmm. to have joy, you have to have patience. Mm -hmm. Um, And in order to have patience, you kind of have to have joy because you have to be content at the state that you're in in the moment and I realized that I know at least speaking for myself probably for other people the reason we struggle with each of these um, fruits of the spirit particularly probably Mm -hmm. self-control is because we don't have patience Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. (laughs) when I thought about it like that you know it it made me realize how important it is for me to slow down. Um, And, you know, one of the things you mentioned um, about, like, pride, Mm -hmm. where you were talking about, like, what you you thought you wanted, I think that ties into patience as well. Like, it's our pride that keeps us from wanting to wait because we just want it now, Mm -hmm. and it's like a selfish Mm -hmm. instinct. Um, And I, I just thought it was interesting because when I look at things, like, when I first started, I was making a list of things that I was good at being patient with and things I was mm-hmm. bad at being patient with. And then mm-hmm. I started to realize that there were still correlations between the two and that it's really how quickly do I lose my patience? Mm-hmm. Um you know, I, you already know, I am a person, I am guilty of road rage. And <laughs> um, it's sad because it's not really about getting to the place. It's not usually like, mm-hmm. oh, they're driving too slow and I want to get there or anything like that. 
Um, Mm -hmm. For me, it's usually about the principle of the matter. So I almost Mm -hmm. always get road rage when I feel like somebody is in the wrong, but they're Mm -hmm. coming for me. So you have the person Mm -hmm. that cuts you off in traffic and then they honk at Mm -hmm. you. And I'm like, why are you honking (laughs) at me? You cut me off. And then all of a sudden I'm like super angry. Um, And, you know, I think when you said, um, you know, that your pastor said when you see something wrong or something bothers you, that's, you know, your calling. I feel Mm -hmm. like I just have this passion for like the principle of the thing. That's one of like the Mm -hmm. number one things that like when I see people doing something that's clearly wrong and then like Mm -hmm. being boastful about it, that it drives Mm -hmm. me up the wall. (laughs) And (laughs) I often wonder, um, like I feel like sometimes we like there's there's the lack of patience, but like you shared your whole journey for becoming a wrestler. And I feel Mm -hmm. like sometimes we just want to take the easy way out. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. we we see things that bother us and we think like, oh, I should do X, Y, Z. This is what it would take to fix it. And then we're like, oh, that's a lot. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. And so we we try to stay back. But I think that that also makes us even more impatient, if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense. Because I feel like because we're not fulfilling the purpose that God is calling us to, there's like this wrestling inside of us that Mm -hmm. shortens our patience even more. Right. And that's 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 uh, that's awesome. That's 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 an interesting way to put that. Yeah, that's that's what I've been coming to the realization in the past couple of weeks. To me, I just think if everybody took the time to actually practice what they preach and pay, like what was preached about patience, oh yeah, the world might be a little bit better. But like, so th- it, this is like a big thing. So I, I attend a mega church, and every week uh, when you when we get to the benediction, well, so not even before we get to the benediction, when pastor gets to altar call, mm-hmm. those who are already saved and already baptized or who just don't want to be in church anymore get up and start leaving. One, mm-hmm. because they don't want to get caught up in all the traffic. It's a mega church. And, of course, once the church lets out, everybody's trying to get out. And so traffic gets backed up trying to get out of church. Um, and, but however, altar call is the time in which people are making the decision on whether or not to accept Christ into their life as their Lord and Savior, or they, oh, they want to be baptized or they want to join the church. And the thing that he says all the time is at one point in time, you were the person who walked up here. And when you did, there was somebody in your role clapping and saying amen and encouraging you to come along. So how dare you get up and leave at this, which is probably one of the most important times in this person's life. Yeah, can you imagine? And you're just leaving, huh? I was going to say, can you imagine if like 
somebody was like, oh, I want to get baptized. And Peter's like, okay, come, let's go get baptized. And Paul's like, I got places to be. And he just bounced. <laughs> right. Paul said, I got to go move my camel because I ain't got time to be out here with y'all no more. Yeah, like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So when stuff like that, like, why, why can't we just be patient and wait? Like, we're all, we all have the same goal. We all want to leave, but I mean, it's not like the parking lot's not going to get empty at some point in time. Right. So stuff like that, it's like we put our our mindset of priorities in the wrong order. Why mm-hmm. not stay and support our brothers and sisters who are trying to ex- make that decision within themselves when yet they're being distracted because, you know, you got to pick up your purse, pick up your jacket, get your Bible. If you got kids, you got to get all this stuff together and you're making a bunch of noise trying to go one way and but you're trying to listen to pastor make his, his plea for your soul. And it's just, but I mean, that's just one aspect. Like um, when you're on your job, how many times have you seen a coworker, you know, they're not, they're not acting themselves or they might be in tears, but you see them and you keep walking. Right. Like, I don't want to get involved. Well, what would have happened if, if, if that you was you time to just, to just say, Hey, um, I don't know what you're going through but I'm going to pray for you, you know, and, yeah. and you're not one of the people who want to say, you know, get in their business and say, what's wrong? Cause then you could be opening up a whole other door. You just say, I'm going to pray for you, you know, and you never know how that might change somebody's lives, but because we're also, Oh, I ain't got time to deal with that today. You know, <laughs> you might have left that coworker sitting there and then, but you don't know what your prayer, what you just saying, I'll, I'll pray for you or let's pray so that you can get through this or that God gives you the strength to get through this. You know, like you yeah. never know what that would do to somebody or the, what that could do for somebody. And I just think that we're all in a rush and we're all so focused on me, 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 that sometimes God wants you to have, take time, be patient and care for somebody else. Absolutely. I, um, I've definitely been trying to strengthen my patience. Um, mm-hmm. One of the things I think for me, so one of the things that I think, I don't remember who told me this, but somebody once told me that when you ask God for something, sometimes you got to go through a little pain to get to it. I know, I know you, you go to the gym, so you're very aware of the saying, no pain, no gain. Correct. And so we were talking about patience. And they were telling me, you know, like, if you're asking God for patience, he got to give you something to give you patience. Like, you don't just wake up one day and suddenly you're patient. Like, you got to go through the struggle to develop the patience. And so it's 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 taught. It's not understood right away. And so, um, you know, for me, my journey through grad school was a lot like your journey to wrestling. Mm-hmm. minus the physical injuries but I feel like mm-hmm. I got some like mental and emotional injuries going mm-hmm. through grad school um, mm-hmm. and you know that was like one aspect of my life where I think I really developed patience in terms of like education learning my career I learned a tremendous respect for um, people who are homeless people who are struggling because of the nature of my research um, but I didn't necessarily get patience with interacting 
with people. Um, being a computer scientist, y'all, funny story, I also have an undergraduate degree in mathematical sciences that I also do not use. Um, <laughs> sad day for mathematical science, but it's a great, it's a great tool. Um, it was a building block, but you know, in computer science, you don't necessarily learn or cultivate patience with people. And right. so one of the things that I felt called to do um, recently was to help with the youth at the church. People were calling mm-hmm. for help with the youth. And I know what it means to have people of varying ages with their hands mm-hmm. into the youth. So there's, there's something to be said about having someone that's closer to your age that's been through what you've been through, but has like a little bit of wisdom, but isn't like your parents' age, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that can kind of like talk to you and do things. And so I agreed to be a mentor. Um, How I went from being a mentor to being a teacher. This, (laughs) I I don't know how that happened, but somehow that (laughs) happened. And you know, when I, when I first said, okay, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I have the patience. I don't know if I have the skill set. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really know about this. But the more mm-hmm. I go into it, the more I realize, like, oh, Sheree, you got to go through it and succeed. One, you have to succeed because th- these are the children. These are the youth. These are the, the young minds that are coming into Christ. And if you screw this up, you done screwed up big time like you can't screw up somebody else's salvation um and then i was like god is calling you to do this so you you gotta learn patience and like in order to learn Mm -hmm. it you gonna have to go through it so Mm -hmm. you know it's a thing um but it's also a blessing because i found that you know just like in your story there are valleys but after every valley god will give you a mountain yes and you know, sometimes I'll be sitting in that class like I don't I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to take control of this class. I don't know if I should like go zero to a hundred or if I should, mm-hmm. you know, back all the way off. I don't know how to handle the situation. But then like one of the students will do something or say something or they'll take control of the class and it's and I'm just like mystified by how things fall together and how things happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, so God is here and he's handling this situation. All I really got to do is show up and trust him. Right. And that's that's the definition of patience. Just show up and trust God. Absolutely. <laughs> At this point, that's, that's really all you have to live by is just show up and trust God. Yeah. I don't know, you know, I'm thankful for where I am. It was a complete surprise um, for me, but I know that God is working and he has a plan. So at this point, I just literally show up and trust God with all that I do. Absolutely. So thank you so much for coming. I know your time is precious. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming on the show and sharing 
all of this knowledge about uh, wisdom. I was trying to say wisdom and knowledge at the same time. Got all kind of tongue tied. But yeah, thank you for sharing knowledge and wisdom about patience and for sharing your testimony. Uh, before, well, thank you for having me. Of course. Um, before I let you go, do you have any mm-hmm. final words to share with the listeners? Um, the thing God wants you to experience, he'll put you through a test to see if you pass it. And whether you pass it or not, you will be tested with that thing time and time again. So if the thing you need to learn is patience, he might test you today. And if you pass it today, okay, cool. But then tomorrow, will you pass that test again? You know, and that's kind of his way of like building upon your your foundation, your level of patience. You know, people will say, I have a, a, I've reached my, my highest level of patience today. All right, well, then how can we get another level added to your patience? You know, yeah. so, um, no matter what it is, whether you're you're dealing with anger, whether you need to deal, if you're dealing with uh, uh, trying to forgive people, okay, you're going through something now. That doesn't mean you're not going to go through something even worse later on, but you're going through this now, trying to work on forgiving people because you're going to need this foundation of forgiveness down the road. And that just applies to any anything that he's trying to teach you. So if it's patience, patience isn't just going to be applied to your life right now. It's being taught to you right now because you need to be a foundation needs to be built. That way, later on down the road, you can fall back on what you already learned to help you through that experience. I feel that. I hope that helps. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. You are welcome. All right, listeners, thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope it will make you think about patience more in your day-to-day life. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.